Hi! Welcome to Big Girl Pants Podcast, where we're here to talk about women, health, power, and wealth. Hosted by April Melton and Kimberly Shapiro. We are real women with real jobs doing real life. We as women know what it feels like to try to be super mom, super fit, wrinkle-free, all the while climbing the corporate ladder. Sound, Sound familiar? Then this show is for you. So stay tuned. Are you a Virgo or a Libra? I think I'm a Libra. September 27th? Yeah, you are a Libra. What does that mean? <laughs> so many different things. Okay, hi. Welcome to Big Girl Pants Podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, Shapiro is feeling sick yet again, so we definitely need to get her uh, fixed up because she's apparently broken. Um, but today I have Adolfo. Say your last name. Avalos. Closer to the mic. Avalos. This is why I asked you. <laughs> Avalos. Avalos. So we have Adolfo Avalos, which I met you through Abe Nadimi, which Abe came on our podcast as well, right? That's how I met you, through Abe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Abe messaged me on Facebook and, be, and connected us and be like, hey, she needs some photos. That's right, because yeah. you were like getting into it, like getting into photography yeah. and media and all that stuff. Right. And then you took pictures of me. In what was that December or January? January um, of twenty eighteen or December? I, I think I think it was January. It was January around that time. Yeah, and it was in my friend's gym. Yeah, progressive progressive overload. overload. Yeah, in Garland. Uh, yeah, that gym was awesome. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's very cool. It's nice. It's like the perfect meet between like hardcore and like elegancy. I say because they have like really nice equipment and, stuff and like, like what elegancy. I don't know elegancy. Yeah, because elegant. Or have... uh, okay, all right. Because they have, like... So these... it's, like, hardcore, but it's also nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, they have, like, really expensive equipment there. They do. Like, the Which, other... like, and if you weren't in, like, that type of um, world, you wouldn't know that it's expensive. Right, right, right. Like, the plates and stuff. Yeah, like... they're calibrated. So, so what does that mean? So when, when, when a plate is calibrated, what it means is... So a 45 plate may yeah. not be 45 pounds. It no way. Be, could be... Yeah, it could be 46, 40-something, 40 40 oh. or 44. So whatever. calibrated means that they're like perfectly balanced, Correct. like and your then, tires. No, 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 no. That's the weight. No, no, that's the weight. Like uh, for forty-five pound, or they do it by kilos. So if that kilo is, let's say, it's fifty kilos, that's exactly what it is. So. So yeah, it's perfectly balanced. So they. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're right. Yeah, because <laughs> I was just thinking. You're like, reason, no, no, you're wrong. <laughs> the reason they have that is because they have this little metal plate. That goes in the middle there, and that's where how they calibrate it. So, like, let's say if it's close to forty four, then that little metal thing is will weigh just, like a pound more. Yeah, but if it's less, then that metal plate is a lot heavier or whatever, and that's how they calibrate it. Interesting. So that so when you're lifting, it's important because like let's say you're setting the record, right? Yeah. You're setting the record for the biggest squat in your weight class. Yeah. Or overall. Yeah. Um, and it's like six hundred pounds. Wait, what if you didn't squat 600 pounds? What if you were two pounds underneath? What if it was 598? Exactly. But, oh, but, no. But, one, but you know five pounds make a difference or two pounds make a difference. especially Bruh, when you're the like, most difference. Yeah, especially yeah. when you're like in your max range. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. So that's why it's important to be calibrated. So the reason they have calibrated plates is because they train, they play the way, they practice the way they play. Okay. So, so they train... Because for powerlifting, everything is all about like meets, right? Right, right? Like competition. Right. Yeah. So like, so, and bars are different too. So they have stiff bars. So have you seen, um, they make the memes about having deadlifting like noodle bars. Once you get to like 400 pounds yeah. on deadlift or squats, yeah. the bar starts giving this whip. Yes. And it, it, it starts throws, giving yeah. pretty much. So, well, and you'll see it like when guys go to deadlift and they're like, you know, especially like even sumo, you'll see it like how the middle of the bar starts to curve. Right. 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 And so, um, it kind of, it kind of fucks you up a little bit when you're lifting. Yeah. So when you have a stiff bar, it stays stiff no matter what. I mean, once you get to like 800, 700 pounds, 900 ridiculous numbers, yeah, it's going to be a little bit give. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, the average. Is the stiff bar reinforced? Uh, is that why it's not like I think so wobbly I think, and it's it weighs more too yeah it's way it weighs more too I wonder how much more I think like 10 pounds more so 55 yeah versus 45 yeah I wonder why they always pick 45 mm. you know what I mean because every bar like you know every bar it's 45 pounds like I, 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 that's a good question I that's wonder just... like how did they figure out that like 45 pounds is the perfect weight where you can put 225 on the barbell 
let's say for like squat rack per se, like, you know, you put four plates on and then you're done. You re-rack your weight and then you go to take two plates off and those two plates will stay. So how do they know that 45 pounds is that perfect balance where you can like unrack one side of the weight bar? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it never falls down. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I think that's just questions we don't ask a lot of time. I know. These, these are the things that go through my mind. Like, the, like, these are the kind of questions that I think about. Yeah. Well, like, meta me, stuff. Like, for me, and, like, for me, like, I just always, like, let it be. Like, I was like, okay, that's how it is. And it's right. just, like, I learned how to count by through 45s for, like, okay, 135, 225. Right. Two, yeah, four, yeah, four, yeah, four, yeah, four, yeah. And, like, that. Like, I can, <laughs> I count by 45s. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I'm a meathead. Yeah, I'm just, just a muscle dummy. It's just a bro thing for I me. only know how to count by 45. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So... Yeah, but that's that's interesting because I was just like, yeah, like I didn't, I didn't, like I didn't really think about it until you brought that up. But I was like, isn't that funny? Yeah, like yeah. how did they come? How do we know that forty five is that perfect weight? Because I've even tested it a few times. Like, hmm, if I put two forty fives in like a ten on here, is that gonna make the bar move? Like, you know what I mean? Like when you're re re racking mm-hmm. for like the squat rack. Have you ever had like any incidents on when you're like on racking? Oh yeah, duh. Oh, like. It's what? almost like if you don't, then do you even work out, bro? Like, uh, do you even lift? <laughs> I broke my gym. I broke my gym's mirror at 24 hour interval. Oh no! How'd you do that? A squat rack? Yeah. You broke the mirror? Being a dumbass. Oh. I uh. I, uh How old are you? I'm 27. Yeah. And so I unloaded. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, You're like, what does that mean? You're so rude. <laughs> um, I unloaded one side completely. Just one side. How many? Like, how much weight did you have on there? It was just three fifteen. But I mean, it was just still two twenty five, two twenty five, maybe two forty five is the highest that I'll go where I'll only unrack one side. Like yeah. outside of that, I take one plate at a yeah. time. Yeah, I, I was because like, it's way too it's risky, bro. No, I remember there was risky this girl. for the biscuit, there bro. There was this girl there, and I wanted to impress her. Of course you did. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, not just you. Every man, like right. I was just gonna tell, because like, you I know, know, dudes, yeah. we're really smart. <laughs> we are. We are the smartest. So three fifteen back then was like I thought that was like man, if you're three fifteen, you're a god. If you can squat three fifteen, you're a yeah. god. And now it's just like, dude, it's just a warm up. <laughs> but back in the day, I was like, dude, okay, three fifteen is a warm up for you. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you. Two twenty five is a struggle for me at these these days. I will, look, these days. Uh, for like powerlifting, it's just all about numbers for us. So it's just like, even yeah. But what constitutes as a warm up? Like three reps, uh, five reps? No, honestly, no. Because I'm a bodybuilder. Like I, that's how I train. Hypertrophy is the way I train. So I'm doing three sets of ten at least, if not like four sets of fifteen or something. So we, so for powerlifting, um, man, I haven't even trained powerlifting in a while. But when I used to do it, it's kind of you go by feel. Yeah. Like how it when you mean by feel it's like how how well the bar is moving, how well is your body acclimating? How well the bar is moving? Yeah. So how fast is going? Like when you go up and down, okay. you record yourself. So okay. power lifters are notorious to set their cameras out there. So you guys count negatives and stuff? No, we just see we look at it, so it's like, okay, this felt fucking heavy. Yeah. But then you look at the video, oh, it moved pretty fast. Yeah. So we train by RPE, range perceiver exertion. Huh? Uh, Say that again. Range. Also, perceive, put your mouth in the microphone. Range perceive of exertion. Oh. So what that range mean? perceive of exertion? Right. So we go through RPE ten is the max. RPE ten would be completely you're shitting yourself. That's you can't do another one. You're shitting yourself. Yeah. We <laughs> or like people are about to pass out. RPE. Your face is purple. Yeah. Yeah. RPE six is considered like a warm up. Something very smooth, very easy. It usually starts from 6 to 10. Okay. So you're looking at this. Okay, this moves like an RP6. What does that mean? So like warm-up weight. Okay. That's where you start off. All right. You don't start off at 1, 2, 3. You start off usually at 6. Uh, that's how I was taught. Yeah. So when you're squatting, let's say you're squatting, you're, you're starting your first working set. Let's yeah. say you're, you're doing a 3 by 3 at an RPE8. So what that means is on an RPE8, you have two reps left in the tank. To me, that was taught the best way to train mm-hmm. because you're setting yourself up for better recovery the next day. How long have you been uh, powerlifting? Um, since early 2000, uh, 
15? And just for everyone listening, Adolfo is not an expert. I just like picking his brain on different types of training. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm definitely not. You're a novice. Uh, it's yeah, fine. I'm, I'm still very novice. Yeah. I just, I, I qualify for like a uh, national competition, ended up getting hurt outside of the gym and just kind of but like, fuck it after that. Yeah, um, but, which sucks. Yeah, but yeah. I always pick my friend's brains. Like, the, the guy that, that owns that damn David Shelton, yeah. he competes. In the, I met that guy. Yeah, yeah, he competes in the highest level of power. We'll definitely have to tag him when we uh, post this stuff because we talked about yeah <laughs> talked about his gym a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, he competes in the highest level. Like, I'm not sure if you guys know who Russ Swole is, the guy from Alpha Elite. Of course. Well, he competes in that same level. Okay. And so the coach that he Dude, had, we need to go to Alpha Elite. We do. We need to go to On It, too. But On It is $50 for a guest pass. What? 50 doll hairs. I feel like I'll pay for that, though. I would That's totally pay for that. I'm such a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a meathead. I'm like, like if, they're like, "What do you do in your free time?" I'm like, "I like to go to the gym, yeah. like new gyms." But if it was like off, if Alfred said, "Oh, it's fifty dollars to charge to go in," I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> I'm going to a different." Gym. How much is Alfred? I think Alfred is like ten or twenty dollars for. That's a, not bad. That's not bad. Honestly, that's honestly, I, but I think that the I think <laughs> he literally like built the gym so that he could have a place to train. This you know exact, what I mean? Like, exact, so he can have a place to film. He can have a place to train. Exactly this is my why. gym. That's like, exactly why. So I used to... Same with Katie Hearn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to watch Christian Guzman back in the day. And when I mean back in the back, day... Back, back, back in the game. It's like before he even moved out of college. Man. Like... And I'm, look at him now. Look at me now. Uh, right. Like... He went from being having Alpha League to Christian Guzman. She, uh, CG Fitness. That was his logo back in the day. CG yeah. Fitness with this um, blue... The blue monster color. Yeah. That was his logo back in the day. Oh, wow. And this is before he even had the dog. This is way before he even dated mm. Nikki Blackader. I used to watch him. And Nikki Blackader. Yeah. She was, <laughs> I think I think she's so much hotter than the other girl that he's dating. Then, ha- then Heidi? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think she's. Oh, my God. This episode is going to be titled, like, weightlifting and, and other social media douchebaggery. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> I, don't, I just think she's a lot cooler. I, I, I mean, the girls in TV. Dude, Nikki is so cool. Yeah, she's I really love cool. Her. When they broke up, I was like... Sad. I was low-key salty. How do you feel about that? Because, like, think about it. Like, And I think about this stuff, too, going forward. Like, how much of an effect social media plays in our life? Like, we felt like we knew their relationship. Right. And, like, how weird is that? That... They're social media people, they're influencers, you know, this guy obviously built an empire from social media, like, and we felt like we were like emotionally affected when they broke up and we're not even in their relationship. We're not even friends. All right. I saw them because to me, they were like the duel, you know, that that's the duel, like for yeah. fitness. You and feel when, like they were? Yeah. I don't, I feel like Heidi is in much better shape than, than Nikki was. But I just mean that they just started it all, like the fitness couple oh, things. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Nikki was the first person to go to um, Gymshark, be a women Gymshark ambassador. Oh, she was yeah, she the was. first girl, yeah. and now she's pretty much like the face, the female face for that brand. Right. Yeah. And and but she has like her whole her whole like Nikki B brand or whatever, right. Nikki B for Gymshark or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And because Christian put her on, because I remember when Christian was trying to get on to um, Gymshark. Um, he bought a tank top and just reposted it and they reposted it and they came to an agreement and they started working from there. Interesting. Um, and then he started dating Nikki and then yeah. that's how everything happened. And he was like, Nikki, get up in this. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no doubt that like Christian Guzman has basically put Heidi Summers on the map at a larger scale for Buff Bunny too. Yeah. He's but, uh, exponentially grown Buff Bunny with her. Right, but also Heidi Summers was with um, Live Fit too. I know before yeah. before Buff Bunny. Yeah, yeah. Before Buff Bunny, and so she's still with One Up. She's still with One Up Nutrition for oh, like really? uh, okay. supplements. I, I have I fallen out so much in the in the fitness world. Isn't that so funny? I used to fucking love it. I used to breathe it, talk about it. I everything. know. Like I know. I, I wanted to be. I, I wanted got, to be uh, an influencer, yeah. like a fitness influencer. That's how I got into video because of because of Christian Guzman. Yeah. I wanted. I I bought a camera. Well, and like Nick Bear and those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like those. those Which we those, need to go to his gym too. Brandon Campbell. Yeah. The Hodge twins. I remember my my friend that's a cop that I was talking about. Yeah. We would watch in our science class the Hodge twins. 
Yeah. Like the workouts or like yeah. push pull day. We, Don't the Hodge twins post stuff about relationships too though? They have so many different So many things. different things. things. I, yeah. I, I love it. I went to one of their stand ups. were they funny? Uh you're it's funny if you're in, if you know who they are and been following them for a while. Okay. So because you have it, to know the context. Yeah, yeah. It's not like if you go they were at the Addison improv and so it's not like you go there and you're like, Oh, they're fucking funny. Yeah. It's just like, ah, I remember this video from back in the day. Yeah. They were doing the whole shoulder thing, get the fuck out of my way. I know, yeah. But it's just like, but if you <laughs> didn't know that, you're like, Are they fighting on stage? Right. Like, no, no, no. That's just part of their act. Yeah. But you, you need to know that because you've been watching these videos for a long time. Yeah. Um, so I liked them. Um, it was my other two friends that we went and we took the girls there. They were like, this is a bunch of dick jokes. And we're like, yeah. it's And we're like, oh, it's the hot ones. Yeah, that's all they do. <laughs> That's exactly what they do yeah, all the time. Yeah. We're just like, oh. It was like, we didn't think this through. <laughs> yeah. So, but watching them, that's how I started getting into video and everything. Yeah. Um, but now it's just like, it's so really saturated. Um, it's very saturated. Everybody's trying to be an influencer. And everyone's like, very rare people are giving good content out there. Yeah. Like with the whole bang thing, like how every girl's trying to be a bang girl. Yeah. And it's just like, damn. I totally applied to be a bang girl. I would too. <laughs> I'm sponsored by uh, Sweet Sweat now. I actually have like my own code and stuff, which is pretty cool. I talk shit about this, like, oh, those bank girls. But if the money comes, I say everyone has a price. I everyone. mean, well, everybody has a price, sure. But it's also like, if I, so with Sweet Sweat, I used to post, or I still post, like, all of my belly videos, right? Like, when I'm done doing cardio and I take off my band and I show you how sweaty I am. Oh, that was... Yeah, I'm an ambassador just, for them now. I just thought you were just doing it to show your progress. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like I started just doing it to show my progress okay. because I believed in this product and I like this product. So I would show like my progress in the gym after cardio, like where I was at, whatever. Well, and then I started thinking, okay, but I am so um, Kevin Hart. And he. it's funny. I just read his book and he doesn't really talk about this in his book, but um I, he basically said before, before a movie came out, I can't remember which one it was, but the company wanted to utilize his social media for the movie. And he was like, that's going to be more money. Like you want to use my platform, the brand that I've built, my name, all of that to promote your movie. You're going to have to pay me more. So I was like, well, shit, like if I'm putting all of this, I'm basically advertising for free for all these companies, right? Whether it be Bang, whether it be Sweet Sweat, whether it be Fabletics, because that's the kind of leggings that I wear. Um, like, if you're, I'm basically promoting them every single time I put them on my Instagram. So if I'm going to promote them, I might as well get paid for it. Like, that's why, that's the logic behind me being a Bang girl, which I don't look anywhere near like what they would have for their ambassadors, because they like skinny girls and bikinis, you know, because sex sells. Right. Yeah. But I still applied, like, because in the off chance that I got approved. But for Sweet Sweat, um, because I use it every single day and I do cardio every single day, like, I was like, I might as well apply to be a, an ambassador because I get a code. And then if anybody buys it from me, because do you know how many DMs I get about that stupid band? Really? Hundreds. Hundreds. People are like, do you feel like it really helps you? What do you think it does? And I'm like, listen, guys. Like, it's not like I'm sitting on my ass wearing the sweet sweatband. Right. And it, my body is just burning calories magically. Right. Like, I am in the gym going and doing 30 to 45 minutes of cardio. It's, it's another tool to be, like, in a caloric deficit. Yeah. Yeah. In addition to. It's right. like the icing on the cake. It's like the right. cherry on top. You know what I mean? Main thing. No. Right. It's not like what's burning. It's not what's giving me my results. It's right. just adding to them. Yeah. Right. So I was like, well, I might as well just apply and see what they say. And for the most part, like the thing that I tell myself all the time is you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So like if I were never to apply to be an ambassador, I never would get approved. Oh yeah. 100%. That's kind of yeah. like what I've been doing with like my videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I, that's, that's something I've been doing. Like What's the worst thing that could happen? Well, so what are they going to say? No? Right. Like, oh, okay. okay. Then I'm in the same place I was in before. Yeah. Like, who cares? Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so I applied to be an ambassador with them and then I'm going to get like a, probably like a package and like, you know, some free product. And then I have a code and I've already sent out my code like a bunch of times because people are asking for it. So cool. then I get kickbacks that way. And it's like, it, I might as well because I'm putting that stuff on my Instagram story every day. I'm basically promoting this company for free. So I might as well get paid to do it. Gotcha. Like, why wouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's like, why not? Yeah. 
So it makes no sense not to like, but yeah, I don't know what, how we got onto that, but I guess influencers and stuff like that, (laughs) how influencers are inauthentic. (laughs) We were talking about me going into how I got into powerlifting and then talking about. So you're a power lifter, but you also train jujitsu. Yeah. Uh, how often? It, how long have you been doing that? Uh, jiu-jitsu for about a year. Okay. Still a white belt. White belt. <laughs> yeah. How often do you train? Uh, like twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I want to do. I want to do with Chloe. I want to do jujitsu because I want her to have. I want her to get the self discipline and also the um, the self discipline and the confidence that comes mm-hmm. with training like that. Oh yeah, for sure. I I um so I work right now. I do videos full time and then work part time at this pizza shop. Yeah. Um, and one of my friends from middle school was there, and I had a rough upbringing. Yeah. Because um, growing up, I was very sheltered. Uh, I was a Joe's when I was growing up. And yeah. So, um, I was gonna say you can say what you were. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was a Jehovah's <laughs> Not to offend Witness. anyone listening, but uh, just saying. <laughs> yeah, I was a Joe's Witness growing up, and back in that day, it's just like you just you do what you're told, and you know. You stay away from trouble. But here's the thing. Trouble fucking finds you. Mm-hmm. It, it fucking finds Everywhere. You. And so not n- me never being in a position to defend myself or even to speak for myself. Yeah. And I'm not even talking to like, if I don't like something, I should say something. Yeah. I was never taught that. I was just like, you go by the rules yep. and that's it. So like if, um, like, let's say someone traded something that I didn't want, it's, that's just how it is. Yeah. So one day this kid was just talking a lot of shit. I just got mad and just stood up like if I was going to fight, but I just wanted to scare him. Yeah. But he was about it. He was like, Oh, Dolph was going to catch that smoke. And I wasn't ready. <laughs> Dolph was going to catch that smoke, bro. Yeah. And I He's going to get these hands, bro. <laughs> and I wasn't ready. So he slapped me. He slapped me on the face and broke my glasses. And that was the end of that. And so did he like backhand you or like yeah, full on like no he backhanded me oh yeah and so ever disrespectful. since then ever since then I was looked at as that bitch like the kid that got and slapped. you don't ever nobody ever wants to be that nah. kid so imagine me trying to talk to girls or me just trying to make friends they're like oh my god didn't you get slapped by so and so every fucking time <laughs> every fucking time that sucks and so I saw my friend he's like bro I think about that every single day and yeah. I was like, and he was in that class, and it's like, and I felt so bad for you because that kid was an asshole. Yeah. And he still is. Yeah. But like now he sees me, he won't even say hi to me. Yeah. Because the jerk kid won't yeah, say hi to you. Yeah. Because I see him at the gym from time to time at twenty four hours. Wow. And he just like looks at me, but then looks away. And I was just like, interesting. I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to. I'm like, I'm not trying to. Get You're like, revenge. first of all, that was a long time ago. I know. Ago. I'm like, I'm not. Second trying to of get all, revenge. I have evolved since then. Right. <laughs> Like, that's so fucking petty. I am so mature now. <laughs> but it's like, but if only, like, the basics. Like, I do boxing. I do Muay Thai, too. And Jiu-Jitsu. It's only the fucking basics. Like, just how to throw a proper jab, how to throw a proper cross. Yeah, man, and I did. just movement would go so long. Yeah. Well, and I did, um, I did one class. So, I went with my friend who rolls consistently in Houston. But he, yeah, he trains down there. He lives down there. And I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to try this. You know that. I've right. been wanting to try it for, like, a year or two years now. Probably like five years ever since I started listening to Joe Rogan because I'm a fan girl, but like I wanted to try and we went we went to Alex Martin which is downtown in Dallas, mm-hmm. and they were super nice to me. I was basically a beginner. The person that I was rolling with was probably like 95 pounds soaking wet, oh. and I learned like all the basics, which is like, you know, shrimping and like getting away, yeah. and I don't know all the technical terms for it. Taking somebody down, and then I learned like one. One hold, one submission, one hold, and had to choke him out. Um, but oh my god, I fell in love with it. It was like learning a new language. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's so much. There's so much you can do with jujitsu. Yeah, like, and I'm so excited. I cannot wait to learn more. I, I tell, I tell, I tell girls like the one get into more shorts is like go jujitsu first. Jujitsu should go first because like if you take boxing. Sure, you can punch a guy. Right. Sure, you can have problems. But for girls, yeah, the, the self-defense like... piece, man, because that's, that's why I want Chloe to do it with me. Because I want her to feel, which, like, I'm a very strong, like, a physically strong woman, mm-hmm. but I'm only 5'4". So, like, I, you know, I, while I may have the leverage and the strength, a man can dominate me right. in, in, at any moment. Like, even a guy who's not even that strong, because you guys just have the physical strength and, like, typically the height 
over women. So like, I don't ever want her to be in a situation where she feels helpless or that she's out of control or that she doesn't have a grip on the situation. Right. Yeah. Well, even for a punch, the only, the way a punch will ever work properly if it's only if you have distance in there. But with right. jiu-jitsu, you, you can't really punch someone if he's, like, on top of you. If you're mounted on him, Well, and And do? my thing is, the number one thing for me is from behind. So, like, if a guy comes up from behind you mm-hmm. and tries to choke you out or mm-hmm. whatever, like, I want my kid to be able to fight her way out of that situation. And it, it, it creates and instills self-discipline and confidence. Right. Like... You know, like you can walk into the room with your shoulders rolled back and have the ability to know that I can get myself out of any situation that could potentially occur. Like yeah. zero anxiety. Yeah. Like even when I, if I go to a bar with a friend or whatever, I walk so much more confident because like, yo, hey man, I can, I don't I, care. I, like, I, whatever. You ain't got nothing on me, right. dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 like I ain't got shit to worry about. Nothing. Like, like, I'm I, not like, worried like, about cool. anything. Like, cool. yeah. And it's so, it's so cool. But yeah, let's, that's the thing is like, I thought about boxing because I, I actually, my dad grew up. Not my dad. We we lived in a house in Oak Cliff that was literally catty corner behind Vivero's boxing gym, which mm. is like off Illinois yeah, yeah. in the hood. Yeah, I've heard of that gym. <laughs> Ghetto. But I was I used to always I remember looking at that gym and being like, Man, I really want to go in there. And I have this like weird fascination and like magnetism towards fighters. Like I'm just so intrigued by these people where I feel like They don't, they're not all necessarily angry, but they're fighting for something, right? Whether Mm -hmm. that be like fighting for their life or fighting for their independence or fighting for their strength or fighting for their confidence, whatever it is, they're all fighting for something. Yeah. Everyone usually had their has a why. Yeah. And that why kind of motivates them. Yeah. It's like the internal driver. Like for me, it was just like, uh, like I'm trying to get more confidence and I'm just trying to be more fit for myself. Yeah. But then you got other people like, dude, I'm trying to make this as a career. Right. Or then our girls like. You don't know, but there's a stalker that's that's hounding them, and they're like, "I'm training for that one moment that you never know." That so this like, fool walks up yeah. behind me and tries to take me, and right. I am literally about to obliterate him. And everyone choke his ass out. Everyone's reasons are so different. I but know, it's, but it's empowering to see that because it's like you see. Uh, one of the reasons for me that I got into like started doing um, like jujitsu and Muay Thai and boxing, yeah, was uh, I grew up watching like the. Claude Van Damme, Rocky movies, all that stuff. Um, Bloodsport, um, Never Back Down 1. I'm uh, like, I don't know any of these movies. We don't talk about Never Back Down 2, 3, or 4. They suck. <laughs> they really I love Michael J. White, but damn, it's not the same thing. Is it bad? Yeah, it's pretty bad. I have no idea I what mean, they are. The second one, you had Todd Duffy, which is an MMA fighter, yeah. and then other guys, but their MMA fighters are not actors. <laughs> so heard but they, that. But they, uh, but but those movies growing up, I really enjoyed them. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. I want to do this. Um, and just seeing a different level of. Do you have your timer on? Uh, we still got two minutes and thirty seconds. Cool. Um, seeing these things, I'm like, oh, seeing that competition, it's just like, okay, for like for powerlifting or bodybuilding. Yeah. You know, you're there. And it's it's literally you versus you. you, but in these scenarios, it's like no, this guy's gonna choke you out. This yeah. guy's gonna fuck you up. If you well, don't. it's the the weird thing about jujitsu though is almost like I think of it as a almost like a dance, or even and this sounds kind of weird. I think about it also as like sex because like when you're fighting that person, like. Same as dancing. Like, I I had the same analogy in my head with, like, dancing with, like, two-stepping and stuff like that. Because, like, when you're dancing, like, you're emulating that, that intimate level, right? Where in fighting and in jujitsu, like, you want – it's almost like you want to caress the submission or caress the hold or caress that other person to manipulate them to get into a situation where you can choke them out or you can – uh, manipulate their body into a position where you want them to be right. Mm-hmm. So like, and in jujitsu, like obviously you're fighting against each other and that person's trying to get out of that hold, but mm-hmm. like you're, you're trying to like finesse your way. Like, cause you know how white belts are like super like motive aggressive. They're super, super aggressive. Spastic, yeah. yeah. It's spastic. Like they're not, you know, 
It's the difference of like dancing with someone who's like, I'll, I say two step, but like any dance that you've ever done, like someone that just learned it versus mm-hmm. someone who's, who's a professional, right? They right. like, they just dance, they just flow, right. like yeah. they just flow that's, through that's what it. That's we call them. We just like, when, when we're, we're in rolling, it's like, so what do you want to do? It's like, do you want to roll or do you want to flow? Yeah. Or like, we'll just flow. So we're, when we say flow, I'm going through like, we start on the ground and we start from the top and working on takedowns. Yeah. But I'm not going, I'm not even, I'm barely going 50%. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I grab your leg, I grab your lapel and I'm trying to do an Uchimara. When well, you're doing gi or no gi, gi? I, I do, I do both. Okay. So like, let's say, but mostly I've been doing a lot more gi. So, okay. Why? Uh, uh, it's just, it's cooler. I, uh, Is it easier? Uh, or easier to um, remember the moves and stuff? Uh, I say, I say gi is, there's always this, um, argument of what's better, gi or no gi. Uh, some people say gi is harder, and some people say no gi is harder, um, and, but I like no gi, just because I feel like that's more realistic. And based for people who are listening who don't know what a gi is, a gi is like the... Like what the, the people, suit. Yeah, the, the, what people wear for karate. Karate. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Karate. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, but so we, I've heard the tenth planet, like uh, Eddie Eddie Bravo, is like no gi. Everything is yeah, no yeah. gi. So no gi. So when people say, "Oh, I'm at black belt," tenth planet, tenth planet is a different system. So Joe Rogan is a black belt in tenth planet. In tenth planet, and then he's also a black belt in regular jujitsu. Damn. So it's two different things. So what <laughs> Eddie Bravo did. How is, long has he been training jujitsu? Uh, who? Joe Rogan. Uh, I would say like ten plus years to get a black belt. Some serious time. I know. It's not That's something. what I think about. It's like the discipline it's and some serious time. the dedication. There's this there's this guy in my gym that brags about his black belt in Taekwondo. I'm like, cool. Kid. Shut up. You, got, you, you <laughs> were there for like two years and they gave it. To I you. got a black belt. Yeah. Well, and like jujitsu, like you, every time you, what what do they call it? Like, inc- what do they, what do they call it when you earn another belt? Like, what is that? What's the term for that? Uh, you. You got a promotion. Promotion. Yeah. So every time you get promoted or you get a yeah. promotion, it's like the professor. Is that what it, that's yeah. called? Yeah. The professor has to decide when you've earned that promotion. It's right. not like, oh, with like pretty much anything else where it's like, oh, if you hit all these buttons or if you hit all these achievements or you b- reach all these accomplishments, then you get to. Right. It's kind of like a raise after your 90 days. Like Right. You, you, it's you, But it's not like that in no, jiu-jitsu. No, no, like no, the like, professor gets to decide right. when you've earned that belt. So for most uh, jujitsu gyms, it's like it's white, blue, brown, uh, purple, brown, black, black. Okay. And then from black, white, blue, purple, brown, black. Right, and then red, five. And then red, um, it, but I mean red is like the, master, you, master. Yeah, I mean you're talking about the 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 machados and the, the Gracies. Yeah, the Gracie. Like yeah. The, the, those are the people that have those, and I mean. They basically after, admitted it. So yeah, after like, <laughs> after you get a black belt, I would belt, hope they're red belts. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, after you get your black belt, it takes way longer to get promoted. The higher you go up in rank, the longer it takes for you to get promoted. Yeah, that's how it is. So yeah. with white belt, for most gyms, they have a stripe system. So you get four stripes. After your fourth stripe, yeah, you're you're in that conversation of being promoted, eligible for promotion. Yeah. but they don't know when. Yeah, I mean, my 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 friend that. Uh, uh, Daniel, um, the guy who created Konyokas, the the other guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a white belt f- four stripes for like two years. Wow. Until Why do you think that is? I mean, he was bouncing back and forth with being jujitsu, not being consistent, and yep. just life happens. Yeah. Just yep. fucking life happens. I get it. And then he went to another gym, and so like if you move to a different gym, it's kind of like striving for zero too. The professor has to see how well you are. Yeah. And I mean. And it's not even like how good you are in jujitsu that gets you promoted too. It's how well do you listen? How well? There's so much things that go into it. Yeah, that's the thing. That was the thing that I enjoyed the most about going the first time was like seeing how everything gets taken into consideration, but also the communication. So you have like verbal and nonverbal communication, especially in jujitsu. Like when you're like you can tell when someone's listening to you when they're making eye contact with you. Like mm-hmm. when I was talking to the person who was training us, which I think he was a brown belt. Um, and I was just like looking at him and listening and then like 
emulating him and it's almost like learning a new language it was so cool yeah that's why you see a lot of people like when they're like when the, the professor's teaching they're like doing this like trying to mimic the same thing with that's exactly what i was doing yeah like, i'm like so like this yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah yeah, yeah yeah and so that's how it is and it, like all those things get taken into consideration and it's like the reason you get promoted to blue belt or um wasn't anthony bourdain a blue belt before he died I think it was a blue belt. I think so. Yeah. I mean, being a blue belt. Which is impressive. Being a blue belt is pretty legit. Well, he got like, he was only doing it for like five years before he died. That's, that's, yeah. Very impressive. I think. I could be wrong. So if anybody's fact checking me, whatever. If he was like doing jujitsu consistently, he probably was working up to get his uh, purple belt. Yeah. He was really, he was like, he completely changed, like turned over a new leaf, changed his life. Right. Yeah. So going back to the stripes, it takes four stripes to get to the blue belt. How many stripes do you have? Me? Yeah. Two. two stripes? Yeah, two. I can't wait. So basically, Chloe's dad... Uh, I almost cried when I got my first stripe. <laughs> You're like, it was such a big deal. No, because I was getting like really frustrated. I'm like, man, I am tapping out people here that already got the stripe before See, me. but my thing is like even now like my thing now with like training and stuff is like i'm not looking i obviously want to exceed expectations but i'm not looking for like the external validation that would be a stripe like i want to know that i'm learning those things and that i possess the knowledge versus having an external stripe that's what i said okay and then and then you were like that's a lie is it because you're competing with other people who also have stripes? And you're um, like, I want to earn this and have this too? It was just me. I'm just very fucking competitive. Um, yeah. And I'm sure you are too. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Lies. But it's just like, you see your friends getting promoted. You see that guy getting that stripe. That right? envy, man. And it's, it's just real. like, cool, I want that. Yeah. When is my time? When is my time? When, when do I my... get it? And then you get promotion. See, and I say, is your jacket and your shirt one? No, it's. Different. It totally looks like one. It thing. looks right. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, like for me, I think that it would be more of like the connection, me and the professor. But I would also hope that I think that it would have to. It would probably be like similar to you know whatever, whatever it is that I'm doing right now too. Like, you know, I train and I work out. But then it's like some days I have off days. Some days I don't have off days. Some days I'm messing around and I'm on my phone too much or whatever. But you don't have that choice in jiu-jitsu. Like, you don't have a phone. You don't have any distraction. You are in the moment. Oh, uh, man. when I was so nice. During the time when I was working for Abe, when I was in jiu-jitsu, like, my phone would be blowing up and everything. And, like, it was work. It's work. Like, with working with Abe was, like, it wasn't 9 to 5. <laughs> it's like a slave. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't. It, it, like You're always the, on call. Yeah, because he didn't treat us like an 9 to 5. I'm like, he was like, and that was one of the coolest things. It's like, okay, we're not going to treat you as a 9 to 5. I mean, that's cool, but are you getting paid for all that time? No, I wasn't. Okay, so then no. I wasn't. That's not cool. It it was like my first time, like, not having a 9 to 5 because I can be like, hey, I'm working from home or like, hey, I'm taking this morning off. I'll be working in the afternoon type deal. Yeah. There's a cool, that's fine. As long as you get stuff done. And so sometimes, like, stuff will be like backed up and like I had to get stuff done. But. I mean, my coach, he's like, look, I get your dog's important for you, but this is jujitsu time. You got to turn your phone off. Phone's off. Yeah. I was like, you know what? You're right. This is what I'm paying for. This is what I Yeah, for. man. I need to take this serious. Yeah. So, like, that's that's a big thing. And I, that's one of the things I like because, like, when I'm lifting or, like, doing anything or even running, like, my phone's still a distraction. Like, I'm trying to change a song. Everything. Trying, like, it's yes. just, just that. And that's what's you, so cool about, like, podcasts, too, is, like, I make myself turn my phone over or make it go away so that I don't have to pay attention so that I'm, like, completely dedicated to the conversation. Right. Same thing as jujitsu. Like, you, you got to leave your stuff in the locker. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. You don't have a choice. All right. Can you hit that record button one more time? Did I? I already did it, didn't I? Um, it hit that 30-minute window. Then we just play it again, and then that's it. Okay. Hold on. We're going to take a quick break. We're trying to record our <laughs> videos and... Um, We're getting on the YouTubes. Trying to do YouTube, but with our cameras, I have a Sony a7 II and she has a Canon 80D. The problem that we're having is that it only allows you to stop recording at 29 minutes and 59 seconds. Thank you so much for that detailed explanation for those of you who are listening and not watching on the YouTubes. <laughs> so we're trying to figure that out. We're probably going to This is So actually, that is a perfect segue because we're almost at like 40 minutes. So we're meatheads and we like to train. That's cool. Whatever. Not everybody listening to that will... Uh, <laughs> not everybody listening will agree with that. But so, um, yeah. So Adolfo came over this morning and Shapiro feels awful. So that's why we kind of hijacked the podcast. But 
Um, let's talk about like how you made the transition from doing what you were doing before and maybe like what you did in your job or whatever to where you're at now and what you're focusing on now. Cause you and I, so you and I met, um, when he said, you know, you need somebody to take photos for you for your fitness stuff. And I was like, yeah, I do. So we met and we went to progressive overload and we took some pictures, um, of me like lifting weights, very vain, <laughs> um, some fitness photos. Cause I wanted to be an influencer. Expo. Yeah. So, uh, so from there, like ever, then that was, you know, 2018. Yeah. So 2019 has passed. So right. it's now 2020. So it's been, you know, about a year yeah. since we met. So, so it all started. So I used to be a firefighter. Okay. I used to be a firefighter paramedic. I got hurt. I took a big hit to my head. Um, a call went south. and ended up having damage in my trimanial nerve. What ended up Where's that? You pointed to your neck, but. It's neck to the face. Oh, and wow. And so if it's. Did you it's, walk around looking like you had a stroke for a little while? No, but when I have a when I have an episode, it looks like that. Really? Uh, yeah. So like half your face goes dead. Um, it goes into overshock, and it feels like. Have you ever been stung by like a bee? Mm-hmm. It just feels like this for the half of my face for like ten seconds, twenty seconds. Wow. And then that causes also vertigo. What happened? What happened? Um, we were. Um, I lived in New York for a little bit. Okay. Um, and so New York State or like Brooklyn. city? Brooklyn. Oh, you hood. All right, mm-hmm. I see you. I so mean, I, hood or hipster, whichever way you want to go with that. Back then, it was more. Hood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this, Brooklyn now, it's different than Brooklyn when I used to live there. I used to live in um, Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, it's super hipster now. Yeah. Everybody wants to live in Brooklyn. Like every, It's super cool. Like, I was like surrounded by like... But they don't even talk like that. They're just like, oh yeah, bro, like I live in Brooklyn. Like I'm so cool. <laughs> like over there, like when I used to live there, it was a bunch of like Puerto Ricans and blacks and everything. And everyone just talks like... How, uh, it was a ghetto. It was the yeah, Bronx. Yeah. yeah, it's like like you're at the Bronx. Yeah, it's like what's up, cut? What you got? Yeah, right, and then they'll mix it up with the little Spanish words on it. You were know? you ever scared? How old were you when you lived there? Man, I was twenty. Were you scared? Uh, like ever? Yeah, I was. Like you don't walk through there at night. Uh, I know I did a lot. Yeah. often, often because I didn't have a car. But it's scary, right? Yeah, it was scary. But, but I does anybody a... in New York really have a car? Like, don't they use mass transit? I mean, they do, but those people have money, whatever. Right, and, I mean, and, and they can pay for parking. But it's like this is two types of money, like the legal way and the uh, illegal, illegal way. Yeah. So it's just like you <laughs> there's dirty money and there's clean money. Right. So you yeah. have to learn, learn the difference. But I was cool with both people. So that was oh, me of, too, man. I don't care. Live your best life. Yeah, I was just like cool. So like for me, that was one of the things that I like had to learn how to growing up, like not being being a Jehovah's Witness, how to like. Nuts. Oh, because that was like a whole new world for you. Yeah, it was completely. So You're was, like, wow, these guys are drug dealers driving Escalades. Okay, how does this work? So, like, for me, it's like, <laughs> I was like, dude, what do you do for work? Like, you have an Escalade. Like, that's so cool. And he's like, yeah, bro, I slang. I was like, is that a corporate job? <laughs> is that like a job that you get for a trade? Like, what is this? And so I had to learn all that stuff, like all the language and what it meant. And when someone was trying to fight you, when someone was cool with you, how did all yeah. that stuff. I had to learn that. I had to learn that. So we, um, a lot of the buildings over there in Brooklyn are pretty old. So when a fire structure happens, or especially with an electrical fire, um, the, the structure of the building go, it's, it, it gets compromised. Yeah. So when I was going up the stairs, um, the building just collapsed. Collapsed, and I hit my head on the second floor. But so. you survived. Mm-hmm. We had the helmets on. Yeah. Yeah. But I ended up, I ended up walking it off, and I'm like, man, I'm stiff. Whatever. Went to physical therapy, um, and they cleared me off, and it seemed like nothing was wrong. Yeah. Uh, but then the symptoms six months away started happening, and then I started having these massive headaches. I was just describing this massive headaches. Okay. That's the only way. I like worse it. than migraines or have you ever had, had a migraine. migraine? I never had a migraine. So I was like, oh, it's, it's a migraine. Yeah. I didn't have those until after I had Chloe. Yeah. I was just like, my mom had migraines. So like she still does. I feel like women have migraines because of hormonal imbalances. Mm, yeah. Or my, severe dehydration. My mom has hormonal imbalances. So she always has migraines. Yeah. But I was like, okay, my mom has it. It's probably hereditary or whatever. Uh, it got really bad. Okay. It got really bad. Like I wasn't sleeping for three days because of how bad it was. And so I went to the doctor and I was explaining to them that a lot of research happened, a lot of blood tests, a lot of things happened. And it's like, hey, you have this, you have uh, TM pain. Um, your trimineal nerve was damaged through this and this and this. We're, we're checking this out. And I was like, fuck. So what happens? I'm like, um, like your job is very hectic. You're, 
you can't be a firefighter at the moment. You, you're in high risk. Okay. And I was like, okay. You're um, like, oh, great. Now I have to reevaluate my whole life. Yeah. And so I ended up moving back here. Um, and so I was in between jobs trying to figure out what the fuck I was going to do because I went to school for that specifically. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fuck. But it, like, I, I still had the hobbies of filming. I'm like, okay, well, let me try to do that. Yeah. I, I, I see I have a passion for it and it could be lucrative. And you're good at it. And so thank you. Welcome. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. Let me start doing that. So I just ended up, you know, volunteering with Tacos and Tunes. And volunteering with Tacos and Tunes ended up being part of the main team. Yeah. And then being part of the main team ended up meeting Robert. And then meeting Robert. Do you work with him now? Uh, I work with him on project. You did like a wedding with him not too long ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. We work with him on project. So when he needs like an additional photographer, he'll call you. Yeah. I'm his go-to guy. That is so cool. Same thing with me. Like when I need someone to do something else for me, I call him. So we have that mutual feeling. That's good. And so Robert was in the transition out of that and he put me on with Abe and I did that. And, and just things didn't work out with Abe. Um, and so now I'm doing it on my own and through, Meeting with Abe and just being available yeah. all the time. Yeah. Trying to make myself available and just really making connections with people. Yeah. And just being genuine and making friends. I've been able to collab with people and make money doing this. Yeah. You know, it's... How does that feel? It, it's, it feels fucking great. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Last month was tough to pay all my bills. Right. Which you're going to have months like that. And it's like... But the fact that I did it... Yeah. Like my car broke down. Yeah. I had to pay my rent. I had to pay my health insurance. I had to pay my medical bills. I had to pay all these other stuff. Yeah. It just, everything, like, shit popped off. Yeah. And not that long ago. My, and my it's, pa- like, December, so it's, like, Christmas and right. stuff, too. And, and, like, for me, like, my, my apartment got broken in, so they took a hard drive from me. And oh, then it's, like, my client work. And I was man. just telling my friend, I'm, like, I'm, like, always shit pops off with me. Like, yeah. I, I, I swear. But you can't think about it that way. And I was just like, okay, well, let me be positive. Let me just like re like talk to them. Hopefully, they'll understand and just redo these edits. But it's because I built a relationship with these people. Yeah. I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? What's your vision? And I'll execute on that vision. Yes. Um, so for now, like what I've been working is working with small companies. And, yeah. And um, uh, trying to get their branding out there. Yeah. Because now we're transitioning to an age where it's all, everything's media. It's all social. Yeah. Everything's yeah. media. Everything. And so, um, you know, there's a big, there's a big opportunity for me there. Huge. So I'm going to be also partnered up with my good friend Gabby that I met working with Abe. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we have a lot of big plans working together and trying to make a media company kind of similar to what VaynerMedia does, Mm -hmm. but a very low level. Yeah. So. Like Gary V, bro. Yeah. We, and I, I watch him a lot and. I mean, I honestly, when I was like cleaning in between pools, I was like, man, I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to eat shit for a while. Yes. And do it. Which, which you hate to say it, but like Abe was totally right. Like you're yeah, going to have to eat, eat, eat shit yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and I told, I told Abe during that time, I was like, I'm already eating shit, man. I, I downgraded my car. I had a nice truck. I downgraded to that. I had a Chevy Silverado. Uh, um, and downgraded to this. Yeah. I, I call her just that. <laughs> What's the card? Just that. Uh, but it gets me to point A to point B. Who cares, man? You know, it's paid off. Yeah. And I, during that time, I was, I have a friend that was staying in my apartment. Um, and, you know, we were just going 50 50. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, guys, having someone in your apartment living in your living room. Like, Duh. It's just so funny. It's weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, just doing this compromises, and I'm like, man. When am I gonna like until when? Until when? And then after life doesn't give you a, an outline or a syllabus, right? Yeah. And, and then after like things didn't work out with Abe, I was like, okay, I can go back to cleaning pools or doing all these other jobs, or I have a camera, I have the equipment, I have the knowledge, I have the skills, or go full force in this. Now, I will say too that your follow up game, like for someone who's never really done sales professionally, is great. Thank you. You always check in with me. You always follow up with me. You're always asking like, and that's how you build the relationship and you're not pushy about it. You're like, when are we going to talk? And you never get mad at me when I not respond to your text messages. <laughs> Cause that's just the name of the game. Cause like, honestly, yeah. and as someone I've been in sales now, I've been in sales pretty much my whole career, but I've been in sales professionally, 
um, since 2016. And that's what I've learned is that like, don't take things personal just because someone doesn't respond right away or whatever. doesn't mean that they're like mad at you or that they don't want to work with you. They're just busy. Everybody's busy, but your follow-up game is great. And you should keep that up. And your, your ability to make, um, connections and relationships is really good. Um, you do very well there and you have this whole, like, you know, photographer artist thing, look vibe going on right now. (laughs) And your hair is like really good. So (laughs) I need a haircut. No, man, you should keep it like that. I really like it. I love it. It's like super like whatever. (laughs) It's awesome. It's just like, it's just me waking up. So how, if let's say like somebody who's listening, wanted to start working on their social media or needed some help, how Mm. would they find you? Um, so you can go to my Instagram. I'm setting up the website pretty, it's pretty soon. Um, but it's just Adolfo Avalos. Mm-hmm. Adolfo spelled A-D-O-L-F-O. And then Avalos is spelled A-V-A-L-O-S. And it's, um, and you can just send me a direct message and we'll just... Do you have an email address? Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. uh, Adolfo, my first name, uh-huh. period, Avalos, mm-hmm. O-A at com. Okay. Um, we'll just sit down and just talk. We'll just have a conversation. Yeah. And just see. Because for us, you're going to start doing basically everything around the podcast. Like, you're going to start, you're going to help us, like, get on YouTube. Right. You're going to help us, like, fix our sound for the podcast, like the rolling intro. Mm-hmm. You're going to help us with social media content and promotion and all that stuff. So, if anybody is interested in stuff like that, like, they can reach out to you. Yes. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, thanks for being my impromptu guest today. Thank you. You did a great job. Thanks. Yeah. Now we just need to plan to go to more gyms. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should plan to go to a gym once a quarter. Like locally or out? No, man. Like Houston, Austin. Dope. Come yeah. Down, yeah. Down. I, you could take all the pictures. I, there's a couple I just got to get skinny, bro. <laughs> you see Joe Rogan's doing the carnivore diet? Yeah. <laughs> I saw him. I, saw I love him. it. I was like, dude, that's so dope. Isn't that's it so dope? dope. Man, I just hate how everyone's giving so much shit about the the, the bloating on his stomach, whatever. And dude, they're, who? And they're, com- and they're comparing him to his old photos. I'm like, dude, that old photo was like. First 20- of all, that was 30 years ago. For real, <laughs> it's just like, and it's just like, like when you're like lean and you eat something, you get bloated. I know. Like he and he and people don't understand that his podcast go long, so he probably ate a big breakfast that morning, and then that's why he's probably bloated. First of all, it's, everybody is jelly. That's why they're talking yeah. shit. I literally gave it. Two thoughts, and that was it. I, like, was, I saw him like, cool. He looks great. Who I'm, cares? Yeah. Who get, just, hey, was, guess what? That's Joe Rogan. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> He's bald, looking like a monkey. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, he looks great. That's it. Man, there's always gonna be haters, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, and so, we're all humans. Like, I would say, if you have haters, you're doing something right, though. Damn yeah. right, mm-hmm. son. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Talk smack in my wee. I don't care. For real. <laughs> yeah. That's what I say. Like, if people are hating or people talking shit about you. You're, you're on to something. Keep yeah. doing that. You're making them feel uncomfortable about right. something. About themselves, typically. Right. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you. No problem. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, subscribe to the podcast. Um, if you have any questions or you have any topics that you want us to touch on or talk about, by all means, definitely let us know. Uh, BigGirlPantsPod at gmail.com, or you can find us on all social media platforms, um, Big Girl Pants Podcast. Uh, yeah, and I'm April Melton. Kimberly Shapiro is broken today, so she's not here. But thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye.